Hello and welcome to today's show on Two Gals One Planner Podcast. You're listening to Danny and Alicia as they tackle the biggest topics surrounding business, increasing revenue, and scaling your brand. Together, they've built a seven-figure revenue in less than a year, and they're here to share their top tips with the help of some unmissable guests. Happy listening! Hi guys and welcome to this week's episode on Two Gals One Planner. I'm Danny, And I'm Alicia. And this week we have a really exciting guest. Um, I'll let him introduce himself. Hello everybody. So my name is Bashir Sullivan. I'm the head of social at Real Buzz Media. And we specialise in short form video to be specific. And what is short form video? Short form video is like basically like what most people would instantly think of TikTok. Um, but the reason why we don't just label ourselves as a TikTok marketing agency is because as you guys probably know, like every other platform has started implementing a TikTok version within within the platform. Even like the likes of Pinterest and, and now even Reddit is, is actually putting in uh, and testing a beta version of, I believe it's Dub Smash, which was facebook's old one i think mm-hmm. um, yeah they're, they're like testing that out within the within the thingy as well oh lovely um so yeah this week's just gonna be like really chatty we're gonna do some just like asking questions chucking ideas around so yeah alicia did you have any questions for bish or did you want me to get started first i have loads so <laughs> i guess as like an e-commerce founder brand um tiktok is something i only started doing um okay i'd say around a year ago but not properly at all when i started actually doing it was definitely the past like six months i feel is when i started going for it um and so i have so many questions but i'll make it like broad so it relates to everyone but you obviously probably work with a lot of e-commerce brands you probably have clients in that space too is that true yeah okay so what is the one thing or your one piece of advice say starting off with a new client that you would tell them in terms of short form videos yeah so we need to see what what angle they come in at right that's the first thing for us um so if it's an organic if it's channel there's a difference there's like there's channel management and there's like organic content and there's campaigns right campaigns sort of it's like lighting a spark on a worldwide attention right but then the the channel management is more about growing a community and and, and pushing the brand that way okay mm-hmm. so if it was um if it was channel management we would need to understand the business first right so we need to understand what exactly is the value proposition that they provide to their customers right and I've I've been I've been doing a, a few content marketing talks um to 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 different like spaces and business founders and stuff like that and the one thing that I always like advise is that you apply the same human psychology of a conversation to your content strategy right so for example if I came here today now I love boxing and I love like football and the UFC and all that stuff right and I can tell by your faces you guys are probably <laughs> not right so, <laughs> no. so that 
if I came here today and I was just blabbing on about the football and what happened in the internationals and the weekend and stuff like that, you're going to be very quickly like disengaged with me. Like, and, and whereas because we're here today and we're talking about a common interest, right? We can sit here for God knows how long and talk about it for ages. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think, I think if you take that human psychology and you apply it to your, um, your content strategy, that is where you can start winning, right? Because you need to, you need to think about what is the overlapping interest between your brand and your audience, right? So for instance, mm -hmm. as a marketing agency, instead of us just talking about what we're doing for clients, doing behind the scenes footage and, and just talking about us, our testimonials and what we've achieved and la da 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 right? Which is just very me, 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 right? With, with that kind of strategy, you're, you're always going to fall a little bit short unless the people are very highly invested in you like a celebrity, okay? Mm -hmm. um, but as a normal business, right? It's, it's, it's very easy to fall into the trap of promoting your products and promoting your services and promoting your testimonials and achievements. Um, but I think that, that you, you should definitely weave those in, right? But I think where you actually start winning and, and, and building a community is finding the overlap of interest. So as a marketing agency, instead of just talking about ourselves and what we do and what we've been up to, we, we do bite-sized marketing tip videos around all these free tools, all these free like websites, applications, Chrome extensions, all these things that help every business either gain new capabilities or make their tasks easier or make their tasks quicker, right? Mm -hmm. So because there's a common interest of marketing being being conversated over, that a conversation can happen, right? But if it was just about us, there'd be nothing for them to talk about. Yeah, that's really interesting. I don't think I've ever thought of it that way. I think you just hear people on TikTok say, don't just promote your products, don't just do that. But they don't explain it in that way where now it actually makes sense. Why not? Because I'm mm. just like, isn't that the point? But then I'm, that makes so much sense. Yeah. But in, in, in the same instance, right, we, we can't be too naive at the same time, right? It's mm -hmm. like, like everything else, it's about a balance, right? So you, like I said before, I, ne I would never advise to never bring your elements into it, right? Um, but if you can reframe the narrative, maybe, right, mm -hmm. or make most of your content two-way and weave in the one way for yourselves and for, for a bit of promotion, that's awesome. But one thing that I'd challenge everybody to do is to try and play with the narrative a little bit, okay? So what I mean by that is I mean like, uh, for example, I'll tell you a video example of one that I did, okay? So one of our partners called GalfMath, we did a campaign for them and we managed to actually contribute to getting them to rank number one in the app store above TikTok through TikTok, right? It's crazy. So, yeah, it's, it's literally <laughs> such a mad case study, right? And, and the one thing that I did, right, is instead of me going, oh, look at us, look what we did, right? Instead of framing it that way, I just changed the narrative slightly, right? So what I did was, 
Here's how we got our clients to rank above TikTok. There's your hook. Bang. On to the next clip. Marketing tips, part one. Straight on to the next clip. And then tell tell them that the generic, not the generic, generic might be not the right word, but the, the overall, the overarching advice of how we managed to do that, right? And by playing with the narrative, A, you've managed to get your service and your social proof and authority out there, but you've not done it in such a selfish way. You've still give back within that video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I see that all the time as well. <clears throat> Sorry, um, with businesses even commenting on our TikTok, they're like, oh, like take a look at our page, like help us out. And I go on their page and it's all just like videos of either their product or them like making the product. And same with their Instagram as well. Um, so yeah, finding that those like interests and it's got a lot to do with like target audience as well. Um, and if your brand, like if your target audience is not yourself. So for example, um, obviously I'm a female, um, I'm 21. Say if my owned a brand of my target audience was like football guys and I had nothing to know around that. Doing like audience <laughs> research as well. <laughs> Doing audience research, to, like finding their interests because I would have no idea what the overarching interest would be. So yeah, understanding your audience, I feel is an important part of that definitely because you need to be able to you need to be able to gauge like what some things some things are more obvious than others right so for example as a marketing agency it seems pretty obvious that marketing would be the common interest between us and the audience right but some other brands and some other things like might not be that easily like notable and the only way that you actually start to disintegrate between the good relatable content and the not so good ones is just by throwing like a different ideas out and just seeing what's coming back but also making sure that you're testing it for long enough as well because i feel like a lot of people just kind of they test something for like one or two three times and if it's not worked by the like the third time they've trialed it it's then gone and it's it's been almost like subconsciously labeled as doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like that's, that's a common me. mistake that even I've done. Like, I'm not like trying to put myself above anybody else. Like, I have done this myself and I'll hold my hands up. Um, but yeah, definitely, it is definitely a common mistake that happens across the board, I feel. Mm-hmm. I've definitely done that as well. Where, yeah, I guess it's just like patience and like. Mm yeah you, you just feel like you're doing it all wrong um especially on tiktok i find mm-hmm. um but yeah i think are you right for me to move on to my question or are you like still wanting to say stuff <laughs> i'm assuming are that's you? to you alicia oh me <laughs> no sorry <laughs> I'm a, that was my first question sorry <laughs> okay cool um yeah so mine's a bit of a different one um so i was just wondering kind of what's your favorite style of content personally to film like do you have a preference or is it just everything or yeah oh that is a good question um sorry to put you on the spot (laughs) i think i I love being on the spot right i just i feel like that's just where the most correct answers come you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, I love making educational content, right? And I just love the idea of giving value, right? I love I love being able to help someone do something, right? 
And I, th- I feel like content is just a vehicle way of me doing it, right? Because I, I, w- I do that, like, for example, as I mentioned earlier, going to these talks and stuff. Like, I get offered on these talks all the time if I want to do it online, right? And, and likewise with this podcast, if you remember our first initial conversation, I, one, of my, one of the first questions was, is it going to be online or is it going to be in person, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason, like these people like the the reason everybody like offers the online is because of the obvious convenience that it it can bring people from any location together and it can make things work like we're doing it right now right however if i can make like a public speaking talk in person i will go out my way to go in person and deliver it and and i think that all stems from me just wanting to help like i just want to help and even like sometimes they've They've offered to like cover expenses and stuff, and I and I've just said no. It's all right. Just leave it. Sound. I've just gone there and done it. And I think, I think there's a there's a there's a bigger conversation of why I prefer this form of content. But I love doing educational piece of content because I always feel like if you can teach someone something, they're always going to be a fan of you. And I'm not even not even to do it to gain fans, but it's just like. They're always going to like hold you in a good light if you've taught them something. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I even think in terms of like short form video as well, like educating your audience, for example, on our TikTok, we're always doing educational videos. And again, it's not even for this purpose, but people know you as that person who knows this stuff. So they know they can ask you questions and um, you probably get the same, but you get such like a thrill of like just being able to help people like I don't know how to even explain it it, but yeah yeah, it's insane like it's insane to to be able to build almost like a trust factor for yourself that people can can rely on you like for 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 things that can help their business which could help them pay the bills which can help them you know put food on the table so like when you actually think of how far that goes the the sky's the limit like with with how much you can actually help somebody just by being able to um label yourself as like a, a an expert which is not something that i i like to put on myself because i feel like i'm just constantly learning so an expert to me is always it always feels like they've got little to learn left right and that's what I, like to me an expert just has that feeling to it that word and I just don't even want to remotely associate myself with it just in case I put myself in the mindset of like sitting there and being comfortable and not wanting to learn and, and thinking I'm like, I know everything, which is not not like a not a personality trait I want to I want to carry with me, to be honest. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's such a thrill. It's such a thrill to be able to get, you know, people with smaller businesses and seeing them. It, it's so interesting you said that as well, because one of the thing one of the accounts that we follow uh, is an agency um that we follow and they do like these tiktok lives where they get businesses right uh, they, they must have done it for a, for a decent amount of time because these businesses are always hopping on and what they do is they do like an audit on their tiktok profile right yeah so people come in and they go oh please can you do mine right and then they get the they get the profile up and then they're looking at it and they're like oh here's what i would change about this bit uh, have you considered doing this 
oh yeah, I don't. I see you've not left the link in the bio, for example. And mm -hmm. and and I feel like they're doing it like in a really cool way as well, like using the live feature to help businesses live. I think that's a really cool feature. Um, and, and it's just a really cool thing to be able to give away just like that for free. And a lot of people can really benefit from it. Yeah. No, that was making me think I was at a event yesterday with Clearco who um, are a Canadian bank and they basically expanded to Ireland yesterday. But I've been getting funding from them for a while and they've immensely helped my business grow. And what's cool about them is that it's a revenue-based funding. So it's not like a venture capitalist or essentially a loan. In a way, it's a loan, but there's no collateral, no risk, I guess, on my part. So mm -hmm. they give you the funding based. They connect directly to your sales platform. So in my case, it's Shopify. And they take a percentage of my sales every day. That's agreed upon at the start. So that's how they get the money back, plus a percent then as I guess interest but mm. the best thing about it is I don't have to give my house as collateral or you know they're not looking for anything like that so it's way better than a bank they're just a really cool company so at the event yesterday what you said there just kind of rang a bell again um they were just saying like even mentoring someone you don't necessarily people always would say to them like why are you mentoring like giving up so much of your time for free and it's like, they're just like, I don't see it like that because it's me helping someone that in turn will help them build their business, help their staff, you know, get better at their job, get more skills, you, you, be able you to pay their bills. I think what people forget is, is I think it, it happens a lot in business and, and it's like the more successful you get, generally speaking, the busier you kind of get. And that's not always mm -hmm. true, but like generally speaking, you you start valuing your time more is what I mean, right? Yeah. And and I think the thing that people forget is the humane things that come with these acts, right? Yeah. Like you're not just you know giving up your time. You're like mm -hmm. invest. You're you're allowing to invest some of your time to shape up somebody that can potentially go and shape X amount of other people. Right. Mm -hmm. that's exact so you're like it's like any leader ever right you, you know you should always aim to try and help like help others and I, and I think potentially some of that comes from like your upbringing maybe and how you've been how you've been sort of brought up like because in in my culture so I'm I, I come from Iraq and I lived there until I was eight so in 2006 I came to the UK right and I've been blessed in a way because the Arabic culture is literally the polar opposite to British culture, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's so like one's like collectivist, one's like individualist and, and also like there's so many opposing opposing like cultural themes that, that conflicts with each other. And usually like if there's a little bit of conflict between me and my parents, it's usually in the overlap of the two cultures right and mm. but what that's given me is it's given me this like scope of like perspective where i can have a really like nice balanced perspective and one of the things like a lot of my good traits come from like both cultures like combined 
But one, but specifically the giving back one and being like just like giving giving back with nothing in return type thing. Mm-hmm. That definitely comes from back home. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and like. I see a lot of that, like amongst the community of Arabic people. Like it's so funny. Like I was, I was ill not long ago. Um, oh no, I wasn't actually ill. My mum and dad went away, and I was home alone. Right, and like I'm a 23 year old man. Like I'm a 23 year old lad. <laughs> I can. I've been to uni. I've lived alone. I can definitely look after myself and cook for myself. There is no reason for anyone to have any doubt of like me being able to cope in the house on my own right <laughs> but yeah the uh, these family friends they uh, they live nearby back like where i live uh, down like the manchester way and they they live nearby and they come they they literally drive they drive out of their way so out of their home they prepare food they drive out of their way to come to mine they'll knock on and then they'll they'll come and hand us over some food like Oh, it's oh, just so in, it's like you know, like it's just like such a like community feel and like everybody mm-hmm. taking care of each other, mm-hmm. and like that probably the way that that's happened is they'll have probably like been chatting to my mum maybe or my dad, and they've maybe mentioned that they've just oh we're in London for the weekend whatever like they're probably just a passing comment and they've just yeah. off their own back gone and done that right, and I think like when you have like. When I, I'm lucky, like that's why I'm saying I'm blessed to come from like a culture that actually puts that forward, and 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 like as a young person, like that's where you get shaped up a lot, right? And I've had yeah. half of my childhood be in that culture, and I've taken some of the good parts of it, and then the other half, the second half of my childhood, has come from the British culture, and that's got a load of really good things as well. So, yeah, it's definitely 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 like something i think that comes from like upbringing is a def- definite contributing factor maybe not a determiner but a contributing factor a hundred percent yeah and even in that like say you giving your free time to someone in turn you also learn even if say they aren't where you are say like they're not there yet where you are in your business or personally in your mindset you still will learn so much from um even mentoring them or helping them in any way because you know you're communicating with them you're developing a connection relationship and that benefits every human ever <laughs> so um even in that as well i feel it's ne- it always it's never just take 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 it's always there is a give and take there because you're feeling fulfilled helping someone who once was you mm-hmm. starting mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so i wanted to ask you a question yeah. actually um what if you had to summarize like Irish culture? Mm. Um, <laughs> what how would you what kind of words would you associate with it? That's a really good question. I've never been asked this, but I've definitely heard it being asked. So, I think, uh, in a way, overly politeness, but not genuine politeness. Yeah. So yeah. I feel I don't know. I feel it's the same in the UK. Actually, not in London. I don't know. But I feel <laughs> like I will smile at everyone I walk past. I will, you know, say hi to everyone I walk past. I will make sure if someone's serving me or I'm in a shop, I will say thank you so much. Like, have a good day. Delivery drivers, like everyone. And I feel like that is a very Irish thing. Whereas like I've been flying. in other cultures. 
yeah, just like very polite. And it's not that it's not sincere when I like it is, but I feel some people feel like I have to do that. Like I have to smile at everyone on the street. So that's something mm -hmm. very, I guess, superficial about the Irish culture that I've noticed. You see, I'm half Irish, half Asian. So, but I've grew like I've lived here my whole life. So, you know, um, but I feel when I've been when I'm visiting family in Asia, like it's very different over there. It's like a genuine want to help, a genuine respect if that makes sense well mm -hmm. here i feel it's kind of just you're taught to do it i have to do it you know what i mean and like so that's kind of a, almost like habit yeah mixed with pressure maybe yeah like you don't want anyone to think bad about you you don't want to seem rude or that type mm -hmm. of thing mm -hmm. um another what's a like obviously the obvious drinking culture which i feel honestly is now the same as the uk if yeah, i'm being honest mm -hmm. even like yeah. I don't know. I feel they're very similar. Um, it's funny you say I that think... because I was literally out on, um, you know, for Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, my brother lives in Liverpool, right? So we, we decided, right, for a change, let's all go to Liverpool and just stay overnight at his flat, right? Instead mm -hmm. of him coming home and staying with us, we'll just go to him, right? And, and we spent the night in Liverpool, the day and the night in Liverpool, and we so we went to the Baltic market, which is this market full of like different food choices and stuff. Really nice place. It was dead sunny. Everybody's out. Really good atmosphere. You know, like everybody's got a pint. Everybody's like food's coming left, right and center. Everybody's sort of mm -hmm. like sat there looking good, like sun's out. And um, we, we're just sort of like uh, having our food and stuff. And then just around the corner, there's a there's a, a pub. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to label it a pub. It's like a bar maybe a bar would be probably better um it's called punch tommies and and they've got they have like this outdoor space and the england game was on it was a saturday that we celebrated mother's day because sunday's just a nightmare um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had the, the they had the england match on like on a big projector screen and then there was this fella that was like a live like music artist that was playing so the the, the tv was muted so it, people can watch it but there's like live music and there's this bunch of people like sat down having drinks and like, like just, just, and all the music's like choices were like bang on, you know, like Mr. Brightside and like all the single ones. <laughs> yeah. And we was all just sort of like, and, I, and that's when I like felt the difference between maybe me and my family because my family was just sat there and it, like including my brother <laughs> who's just one year difference to me. They were just sat there like, not drinking, just enjoying the music, watching the match. And then you've got yeah. me with a pint and like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and like singing oh to the top of my lungs. And I feel like, yeah, I just, I think like it, it shows like, it shows like the cultural difference because I think yeah, a lot of like, I've, I've molded a little bit into the British culture, but I still carried like the core things of my like Arabic culture as well. Um, mm. But I've molded more into the British culture, probably because I've lived here longer, probably because all my mm -hmm. mates are British and everything else. Um, but you can definitely see the drinking culture that's been transferred onto me <laughs> compared to them. Yeah, 100%. I think it's the same here. I mean, there's such a pressure. Like, a few of my friends don't drink because reasons like they're doing, say, law exams or... Just like stuff like that, it's not really, you know, because they just don't want to. I think there's always has there always has to be a reason, which I find interesting. It's never I'm just not drinking. 
like on a night out it's always like oh because i yeah yeah because people really do pressure yeah they really question cultural element in yeah drinking with that culture Mm. there's like an element of drinking in that culture when you have to give a reason not to drink yeah it's like if you don't drink for no reason like it's weird like why are you not drinking just because yeah. you don't want to like yeah it's yeah that's weird that's a, that's the that's the yeah. word that's weird <laughs> yeah like people look at you like you've 10 heads like 100 <laughs> percent um oh and i think what's interesting too is the irish work culture again i think is very similar to the uk but even compared to the us very 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 different a lot of my friends work for um us companies mm. um even like my like people in my family do as well. And even just the culture there is so different than some of my friends that work in Irish companies. It's a lot more laid back, um, a lot more free, I feel. Mm. Like Irish people are quite um, not censored sometimes. I don't mm. know if that's a cultural thing. Um, they can just kind of say whatever, but in comparison to working, say in the US or for a huge US company, it's very censored, very, you know, very PC, systemized. You mm. yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't yeah. really just say what you want, you know, whereas mm. I feel Irish people just really say what they want and they'll deal with the consequences later. Um, so <laughs> I think even work wise, companies, Irish companies work very differently, not as you know quite laid back definitely, definitely. not as dead yeah, by same the same goes for like the the arabic side of stuff like mm. if, you, if you went to like bolton right and there's so much like different cultures in there but majority is asian and if you went into there and seen the way they operate even around small businesses or anything like that a lot of things are like done superficially like th- there's not real like many processes and systems in place it's a lot more like hey can you do this like favors on favors like it's not very like official if you like quote unquote yeah um but i feel like it's so weird because for them that really works and for these that really works but you try and get these people to go and do that and mix the other Mm -hmm. two that just it's, it's a chaos yeah irish people just won't do it <laughs> if you're just like oh would you mind doing this it just won't get done like yeah, that's the thing so it's just funny yeah I mean, <laughs> it's funny because like it even translates into like everyday life because like my mum and dad because of the the arabic nature of being like sort of like oh we'll just like sort of loose ended and just whatever like even when it comes down to like planning the, the Mother's Day trip, like, just, like, oh, what we did. It's, like, my mum was, like, oh, well, we might stay, we might not. I'm, like, well, which one is it? You know what I mean? Like, do I need to bring stuff? Do I not need to bring stuff? Yeah. And, and it's, like, um, and even though, like, to be fair, that doesn't matter if you just stay in one night. So maybe I was just being a little bit picky with, with that particular one. But, like, even in general stuff, like, okay, a, a better example would be, like, holidays, right? All the holidays are pretty much, like, then we don't plan it in advance. We don't like, we just kind of book it and just like kind of go and then just kind of do what happens there. Like, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, it's, I think it's again, finding the balance of the two, right? It's nice to be spontaneous and I love being spontaneous, but certain things do need a bit of a plan. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I Especially feel such a cultural thing. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> me and Alicia, we're like big planners as well. I feel yeah. like mm. so 
Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't think I could be like really so tell us, tell, us really about, tell us about the planners. Um, well, that actually was going to bring me into the second question I had, but I'll quickly, because it's about kind of planning and stuff, because I, I always have to ask this question to literally everyone I meet. But basically, um, so I'm actually leaning on one now in this camera, you can see it. So I designed um, planners um, on InDesign. I taught myself how to use InDesign. And then from there, I got the manufacturer, never really thinking it was going to be a business because I went into it being like, oh, this is something I love. I couldn't find one that suited me. So I'm just going to make one that had everything I wanted. Maybe someone will buy it. Didn't really think of it as a risk starting the business or anything, because again, I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. So I got them done, had a few hundred printed, only one cover, and then was still working, still in college. And then when that kind of all finished, I was like, okay, why not do this in the middle of a lockdown and just see what I can get out of this. So I put everything into it. I grew it and now it's my job. And um, I have an office, but yeah, basically everything is just planning. I'm just, I was obsessed with planning and it's ironic because since I started making my own planners, I've become just more chaotic. <laughs> I'm not, I plan every day, but like not like I used to when I had nothing to do. I don't know. Like I would plan every hour of my life yeah. and now it's just like, I scribble down something I have to do because everything's mm. just everywhere, which is funny. Mm. Yeah. But my question in relation to that was, I love knowing, especially entrepreneurs and business owners, what is like your daily routine like yeah. in terms of running a business, but also obviously being a person, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so yeah. For me personally, um, I suppose this goes for you as well, Danny, to be fair. Like, do, or do you already know her answer? <laughs> Pretty much. I feel like yeah. I asked you on the first one, I think, but I yeah. still, it could change. I feel like I love just knowing because yeah, you are similar. Fair, once I'm done answering, I'd, I'd actually like to know yours as well. Like both of yours. Um, yeah. Me cool. personally, like when you kind of, uh, and I, I don't want to speak for anybody else, but when I've gone into a management role, I think my time has to be a lot more flexible than before I was mm -hmm. in a management role, right? Because I need I need to have a certain level of fluidity in my timetable so that when opportunities pop up and rise last minute, I can still grasp them and and take advantage and 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 you know put myself in them and give myself a chance in them. So like for example, a very good example was me and Danny were speakers yesterday, weren't we, on Chris's uh, audio room of how's it growing, right? Now that came in a last minute, you know, WhatsApp message, didn't it? And mm -hmm. us two were the first two to just put ourselves forward to go and speak on the audio room. And on the back end of that, you know, there's very, very, very good conversations. Daniel, Daniel backed me on this. There were some really, really interesting combos, really cool people that we met, and even, like, people that gave me advice. Like, so there was, like, a, a public speaking teacher that came on, and I asked him about it because I'd, I'm relatively new into it, and he gave me some really cool advice. His name is Martin. Um, so if Martin's listening, thank you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I heard there's stuff from everybody, to be fair. I've, not to just single Martin out, like Danny gave a lot. Um, even mm -hmm. even the people that jumped on from listening to, to, to speaking, like a lot of them contributed a lot. And I feel like I've gained so much just from that conversation that I stayed in the office till like quarter past seven, right? 
Yeah. And, and I know you left a little bit early because you had to go, mm-hmm. but I w- I literally left the office at like either quarter past or quarter to seven. I forgot which one. <laughs> and, and it was just good convo. So I just didn't, I, I didn't bother ending it. I was just carrying on. And <laughs> yeah. It, it was really good, but I need, a fl- I need a bit of fluidity. And off the back end of that, to be fair, I've had someone like get um, sort of introduced to me and then p- there's potential like work between me and somebody else from that. So it's it's really really important for me when when I come into this role to have that gap every single day. There needs to be some gap that if something pops in, I can I can put attention to it there and then. And if it doesn't, then I know where my attention goes next, right? So there's always mm-hmm. things that I need to do it, but I just need the not. I don't. I can't have my day full of top one priorities because then yeah. there's no room for any like random opportunities. And I, I, I personally wouldn't be comfortable with that. Um, so to answer your question, uh, aside from that bit of fluidity in my day, I have sort of in the morning, we, we kind of like just touch base with my team, make sure everybody's okay, make sure everybody knows where they're up to. If I have any questions after like reviewing some of the calendars or maybe some of the performances or some of the videos, you know, I'll address those. And if there's anything like cool little success points, I'll share them. Cause not everybody knows, like not everybody's monitoring the way I'm monitoring the content and stuff. So like sometimes I'm the first to let you know about your video success. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so like I'll, I'll, I'll do those in the morning have a touch point with both management and my team. And then once I've done that, I kind of fall into like a little bit of LinkedIn work. I like try and like um, make sure that I'm responding to comments and there's comments on, on, and I try to, you know, comment on other people, you know, respond to DMs and things like that. Um, and then once I've got the LinkedIn kind of out of the way, I fall into like the, um, I have a content review session between like half one and two so there's a 30 minute window where people will submit their videos for a review and those are usually to do with like campaigns or like partners Um, and and for our organic content they know they know the content strategy but for for the for the partners and the campaigns i need to review those so um that happens as well then i obviously as naturally in and out with clients and partners and stuff like that so Mm. I'll, i'll have touch points with them um, and then if I, I, I always try to jump into content creation. So like any chance I get a little gap and there's no like one-off opportunity that's come in play, my time goes then onto either content creation or trying to find the next thing, right? So a bit of research, yeah. maybe mm-hmm. a new system because I need to identify problems within the business. And I feel like that's something probably not the nicest trait to have, but I can identify <laughs> problems, right? And I can find like little gaps within within people's plans or within people's propositions or within our business or within, within a certain staff member or whatever. And I can try and fill those gaps, right? So systematically, I'll try and find the solutions to those problems and the, and the gaps and fill them in. And every day has some of those elements that are mixed in and weaved in, but it's very dynamic. It, it changes and, and it's very fluid. Um, but I'll, that's my day anyway. So I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over I mean, to you too. Well, how many people quickly are on your team? So directly for me, there are six people 
that that's crazy I work alongside <laughs> that's so cool and mm. there's so much I could ask you about that but I know we're already 40 minutes and we have a game to play too quickly uh <laughs> well we do that quickly before then we talk about our days yeah okay just to break cool. it up at the 40 minute mark we can Let's do, do a little would you rather um we want to do something different um it was Bish's idea which I think is really cool um just to just have a little break and Better have a little fun. Cheek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's interesting because these questions kind of do reveal like a different angle of someone that you probably wouldn't have known from like a normal podcast or like from a, like a business podcast especially. And I just yeah. thought like a bit of tongue in cheek can sometimes like, it can mm-hmm. be really good for the snippets as well. I feel like people could enjoy those as well. Like just enjoy yeah. Yeah. like reveal a bit of your personality and stuff. It's so nice hearing about both of your cultures because I'm just like British through and through. So when you're talking (laughs) about your cultures, I'm like, I have nothing interesting about me. But yeah, it was so interesting how you both like, yeah. You do, Danny, you have a lot. Like the British culture (laughs) has contributed to a lot, a lot of my strengths as well. So for example, just before we get into the would you rather, like the... The collectivism back home is very good in the sense of everybody's looking out for each other. We're kind of like a bit more community. We 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 value relationships higher than most things. And and that's really cool, right? But the English individualism culture, right? That teaches you to like stand on your own two feet. That teaches you to not have to depend on other people, right? That teaches you to to almost be a leader as well instead of a follower it teaches you to be a leader right yeah and i feel like these these like that's why i'm really blessed to have both sides because i get to like i get to combine the really lovely things about looking after each other and being a community but then at the same time i can be a leader and i can be independent and i think mm-hmm. that's just like such a nice mix yeah to have. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's actually so cool to hear that as well, like how you've blended it. Because I didn't know that about you either. And I mm. didn't even know that Alicia was half Asian. <laughs> I had no <laughs> idea. So I'm just <laughs> learning throughout this whole I podcast. I'm just it. learning. That's yeah. funny. Yes. No, I love it. I feel um, I could see you just like really like. Well, Bish, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'd love to. As our guest? Right. Okay. My question is, would you rather have the ability to read minds or memorize everything? Oh, I know. I know straight away. You can go first because I have no idea at the moment. Memorize everything for sure. Because reading minds, um, I just don't want it. I don't want I don't want to know because <laughs> <laughs> I already like overthink what someone's thinking and I like already mm-hmm. think I know what they're thinking from like the way they're standing so mm. <laughs> no I don't want to know more <laughs> I think I would actually be the opposite so I would want to read minds simply because I feel like if I memorized everything there would just be like there'd be so much not only going on in my head but I feel like things would be too easy. Like, I like a challenge. I like to learn. I feel like it takes the fun out of, like, learning. But also, wow. like, even, like, throughout my business journey, I've got a lot better with, like, 
not caring what other people think so if I know somebody like has bad intentions mm. or something I'll know that straight away and I'll just be like okay bye like I won't have oh, to go yeah. through like the whole process of like being it's fake so, and stuff like that it's such but a yeah. Yeah. Question. <laughs> yeah what about you what I'm would like, you choose it. it's such a <laughs> tough one I I think like I have never thought of the too easy um aspect of memorizing everything and like loving the challenge and then that's not going to be there like it's only going to be there once ever mm. a challenge yeah. right and i've never thought of that and it's kind of put me on the spot now but i would have said <laughs> i would have said memorize everything because i felt like also reading minds can like take away from like the human nature of like not knowing if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if I knew what everybody thought at all times, there would be no, there would be no thinking space for me. Like there'd be answers straight away about everything. Mm. And like, yeah. some of them could hurt, but I suppose at the same time, they do filter out the good and bad. Um, mm. But sometimes I also feel like I would get like super offended because sometimes thoughts just get triggered, but people don't actually think them, right? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they, they don't actually think them, but thoughts get triggered. If I read that and I think, "Oh, Danny is horrible," <laughs> yeah, I would have, I would probably like hold that against Danny, and mm-hmm. she, like she probably just had that come in to her brain from like a, an ad that just popped up somewhere else that's triggered <laughs> it somewhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I probably still stick with memorize everything, but it's definitely a spanner in the works. Oh, now you're tr- making me question my answer. I'm like, it's oh, <laughs> <laughs> not a right answer. <laughs> There's just not. Um, will I go next? Yeah. yeah okay. Now mine is kind of boring, but anyway, I'll try and make it fun. Would you rather <laughs> work a job you absolutely hate? And I'm gonna make this like build on it so it's a more difficult question. Like you hate it, you cannot stand it, you're depressed every time you work it, it's miserable, like you hate it. But you only work a few hours of that a day for a lot of money, okay? So you can do anything and you mm. have so much free time with this job. Mm. But for those few hours, you literally hate your life. So that's that and that's every day. Or you have a job you absolutely love, but it's, pretty much 24 seven and you don't get paid a lot and in turn you don't have a lot of free time but it's a job you love it fulfills you um yeah that's the I question do that. I can't do that <laughs> I know I, I can't, can't do I don't know because I am I as like as a person I need my day to change so just mm-hmm. the fact that it's nearly 24 <laughs> 7 makes yeah. me completely go off off that and mm-hmm. um, even if it does fulfill me like I just need change. Like I need my day to be like I'm doing this now. Then I go back to work. Then I go home and I have a pint. And then I go play football with my boys. And yeah. then like I need my day to be like that for me. So yeah. I would rather like compromise a couple of hours of of hate <laughs> <laughs> just to have That's fair. variety. Yeah, Danny, what would I you do? I think again different. I would rather be working a lot on a job that I love because like even the job that I'm in now like day to day I genuinely don't feel like I'm working and I feel like 
that is why it's sometimes hard to get that like work-life balance but like when I'm working on client work my own work it genuinely just feels like a hobby um and I've been doing it for like over a year now so I thought that would stop but it still hasn't which is crazy um but yeah so I feel like yeah just work a job that I love and then yeah I don't even know I, I just couldn't work what in like what if you get like kids and you need more time to look mm. after the kids oh true <laughs> in my <laughs> current things that take your time like that's what I'm saying like yeah. I think it would be so idealistic to be in a job you love like that is where you hooked me but then yeah. where I got lost is where I was like it it takes most of your time then I was yeah. like, okay, I can't do that. Because even even as much as I love what I do now, I I just couldn't I just couldn't be doing much like like proper long hours. It's just not. I wouldn't even be that functional at that point. Like you yeah, need that's to just get me when I'm functional and use that hundred and ten percent effort through that time window, and mm-hmm. then leave me alone. So then I can mm-hmm. go and like enjoy myself, recharge myself, and come back in and do the same thing again. Like that's that's how I work personally. But, yeah, but I'm just thinking if you're in a job that you hate, even if it's only like five six hours a day, like full time as well, like five days a week, like th- my life would be affected by that. Like I would probably mm-hmm. like not enjoy my life because I'm spending six hours a day and doing something I absolutely hate. I don't that's know. True. It's a difficult that's question. Yeah, it's a very difficult yeah. question. I know. What about you, I Alicia? I've, I've been in that position where I was working in like. Um, Starbucks or working in a supermarket for like nine hour shifts sometimes and it is horrible and like okay I wasn't on like a lot of money like the would you rather question but I still had free time like it wasn't every day but it just was miserable (laughs) and I just would not go back there even though it was only Mm -hmm. like what three days a week but I was just it just wasn't worth it it just takes your soul it just it really does yeah (laughs) awful so because think about it, the job that you're doing for all the time, the job you love, could be something you love doing. Like even a footballer, a professional footballer, mm. or if you like to mm. scuba dive, or if you mm. like to be a dancer, you know what I mean? So mm. it doesn't just have to be what you're doing, but I don't know. I think I would do what Danny <laughs> said as well, just because yeah. I've been there. I just can't. Um. It would just make me depressed all the time. Even like <laughs> mm. my fair, free time would just be... Like if you yeah. were to do something you hate, like even not every day, like if you did it like three times a week for like three hours a day, even then so, it will like after you finish the three hours, you might your mood actually might be ruined to go and do other things. Yeah, yeah. or you're just dreading the next time you have to do it. Like the, like for me when I was working those shifts, two days before I'd be like, oh my God, I have to work on Saturday. Then the day before mm. you're like, I have work in like 12 hours. And then the morning yeah. is just like drained I hated it. Yeah, because mm. all yeah. you think about is like, oh, I can't do this because I have work in the morning at like 7 a.m., you know? So, yeah. mm. I don't know. Danny, do you yeah. want to go? <laughs> yeah, I feel like mine's a bit of a weird one. Um, a lot of weird ones. I actually like, changed mine like halfway through. I was like, that's a weird one. Um, so, would you rather like take yourself and like just yourself and live like 100 years in the past? or 200 years in the past, or 100 years, 200 years in the future, like yourself and your business and like what you do, but like none of your family goes with you or anything. It's just you. You have to go either in the past or in the future. Silence. <laughs> I'm trying to think. 
I would have to oh think about that, but like instinctively, I feel like if I was doing a, <laughs> what, <you're> a, doing... <laughs> a, a what I do wasn't in the past. Yes. <laughs> and I wouldn't even know where to begin to get like the actual apps loaded and like launched and stuff, right? <laughs> so I feel like I'd just be jobless in the past. In the future, I could probably try and catch up. I, I always, I think when it comes to like past versus future, I'm always like a little bit more on the future side, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Because the future side is the unknown. It's the completely new, right? The oldest, the, the, the past side is kind of like it's been there and you're, you're experiencing something you've not experienced, but it's been, right? And, and in, in a way, they're both new, but one's like entirely new. And that like margin of entirely new attracts me a little bit more. I don't know why. No, that makes sense. I think originally I was gonna say past because I was like, okay, I can teach myself how to build what's like a revolutionary thing, the computer or something. So right mm. now before I go back, I could teach myself to do that know how to do it, go back, somehow get the resources to do it, become a billionaire, amazing, like, icon. Realize <laughs> that people would just probably think I was crazy, but, like, if it was 200 years in the past. Um, so it just wouldn't also, work out. Also, you guys have to consider what, like, women's rights were 200 years ago. Yeah, that's actually something oh that gosh. came in my head as well. I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah, so I'd just be extra crazy, and I'd probably just be en end up who knows where. So then I was like, no, probably not. Even though could be, if it was like maybe like 50 years in the past, could be a billionaire. But no, we'll go to the future as well. <laughs> because, oh. yeah, I agree. Oh, mine, again, I was going to say past because I think it'd be really cool to experiment with some like in-person marketing. So rather than like social media, um, Ooh, a bit yeah. of like guerrilla marketing and like actual like billboards not actual billboards but like posters things like that i feel like mm -hmm. that'd be pretty cool um like yeah. obviously nowadays if you put a poster up down the road no one's <laughs> gonna read it but like that was like the form of communication then like mm -hmm. handwritten things and that. newspapers yeah, yeah. um but then yeah you said about women's rights and i feel like again i'll just like like i would probably wouldn't even be able to get a job like doing yeah. that they'll just be like she's a woman so yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'd probably have to say future yeah but i am kind of scared of the future like 200 years down the line yeah like, 100%. We, yes. we got on the chat yesterday on on the um the audio room and chris's how's it growing audio room and they were talking about the microchips that you know oh my gosh chris was and, like usbs in the brain and i was like what yeah it, it's just crazy to think like that it could actually be a reality, right? Mm. And I don't know how you're gonna ever sign that off, but then again, like flying airplanes, like that's that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> literally. So mm -hmm. yeah, you just never mm. know. But I think it is, it's interesting because, but like anything, you know, it starts with a little trial. You know, you trial things, you slowly weave them in if they make sense, you divert if they don't, you adjust maybe along the way and try and make it work. Mm -hmm. um, but I, so that's why like the future doesn't scare me too much because I know that it is in the benefit of everybody on the planet to make sure we're okay, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like in, in some ways I can, I can rest knowing that some people, because we're all humans, right? that whoever is 
leading the way in that is also a human, so they're going to have my best interests at heart as well. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. It doesn't panic me too much, thankfully, to that thought. Mm. I feel yeah. like we should watch this back in like 50 years. And then when there's USBs for the brain, we're like, oh my gosh, we were stupid. Yeah. I'll probably be able to calculate which uh, would you rather is a better choice. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Just in your head. Yeah. We'll, see, we'll, we'll start marking each other. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. Crazy. Um, um, will we dive back into quickly our routines before the end? Mm-hmm. That's we've never done say. a podcast this long this, and it does not feel this long that's crazy no, I'm sorry, it's such a common thing to get me to start talking <laughs> no it's then... gone <laughs> when no, Bish was asking it. about the podcast um, he was like oh like how long I was probably I was like oh probably around like half an hour and now I'm like <laughs> it's gone like double I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> no I love it and I love how enthusiastic you are even like when we were chatting in the group I'm usually more active but the event was like late but even just like your enthusiasm even like waking up to that was just so refreshing and so nice like how excited you were and like even like I know you did know Danny a bit but even just like communicating with both of us and you've never met us like that is so nice because I feel people I don't know just with online people aren't that just nice and enthusiastic anymore (laughs) yeah I was thinking this yesterday like I was thinking yesterday there's something about like LinkedIn and like I, I at the new year and this is gonna sound awfully sad, but at the new year <laughs> I had like a little not a resolution, I don't even like saying it like that. And it's been by the way, that resolution's been entirely forgotten about. Like I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was saying this yesterday. But I really wanted to like when it was the new year and I was thinking like what do I want to do like what's one of the things I want to do one of the things that I wanted to do is meet the people behind the accounts right mm-hmm. I wanted to like meet them on a on a conversation basis like on a on a chatty basis not on a work or partnership or collaboration like just on a who are they what are they like you know, just people, right? Because I feel like I've got yeah. a lot of mates, right? Back home, like my boys and like everyone back home from uni, you know, like there's loads of people that I'm friends with, right? Really outgoing. But there's not many people that I can say that I'm friends with that do what I do, right? So mm. my thing was like, I'd love to actually make friends within the space because that would be like, insane because that's the only thing that i'm probably missing right i'm missing like friends in the space because when i get something that's really cool to talk about and it's like marketing related (laughs) i can't go to my boys and be like lad lad you're never (laughs) this whereas i need like i feel like it would be so much like healthier to have those friends so i want i really wanted to go and meet the people so i've been saying yes to a lot of things right a lot of things that come, that's why I need the fluidity in my in my timetable because I want to say yes to a lot of things, right? Yeah. And every time I've said yes to all these things, that there's more like, you always gain something from it, either an interesting conversation, either a friend, either like someone who you can bounce ideas with, someone who you potentially work with in the future. Like even working together is a mad dynamic, like you and somebody else with a same vision putting yeah. an idea to life like that to me is 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 mad in itself um, and yeah. more so than that just having a relationship like I think it's really cool and and 
And when I come to these things, I make sure like I make sure everything else is closed off, right? I've booked this, I've booked this room, nobody's walking in. I'm fully <laughs> like immersed into this conversation. And if any of my team needs me, they know that I am not available, right? So yeah. I, I want to fully immerse myself into each of these things, right? Um, but yeah, no, it, it's been nice to have you guys like um kind of even the would you rathers, you know, like I've just suggested <laughs> a, a random thought, but like to for you guys to be like instead of like sticking to your script of like how not script like but into your into your format of how you do your previous yeah. podcasts, it was nice that you had flexibility as well, especially as people that plan, right? Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, a hundred percent. And like even like you were saying, my dream. I feel like I I don't mean to close myself off at all, but I feel because my job because it's kind of a store. I don't really talk to like I don't have meetings all the time with clients or you know I kind of have meetings with Danny and then like my marketing and it's not like just loads of people that I can get to know and networking so even like stuff like this like you even coming on the podcast is a new contact and connection and I guess relationship that we can build and like my dream is to have like a group of friends in the city like that are business owners and entrepreneurs and like my ultimate dream would to be go on like a big holiday with all those people like how fun yes. would that be and like we're all just like work i don't know not even just working we're just talking get just, having yeah, fun just out, just out enjoying exactly just yeah and we're, yeah. we're acting just as normal friends right but we just happen yeah. to do the similar thing across like work mm -hmm. i think that'd yeah be it's so cool yeah yeah like, no, we don't have uh work friends you know what i mean like i see my friends in work and they have every friday they have drinks in the office and then they go out and I'm always kind of a bit like, oh, like I don't have that, you know? So it's so mm -hmm. nice to like have our own and from different countries as well. So like instead yeah. of just going to the pub, mm -hmm. we can like, <laughs> yeah, we can go to like Spain, you know what I mean? <laughs> and like we can, because we have the flexibility to do that as well. So that would be really cool. So mm -hmm. who knows? We'll I would literally love that. That would be <laughs> yeah. so good. That would Especially be as Sorry. all of us are like so excited now that you mentioned a holiday <laughs> yeah you've mentioned one holiday and we've just all just said yeah we're all just like <laughs> um, no, I was just gonna say like even if we went to like you know like Amsterdam you know something that's really yeah. close even like in even like domestic like getaways like really cool mm -hmm. like go to like maybe not your best friend Scotland but something like just anywhere you know just mm -hmm. go somewhere and, and just like just go out like like maybe maybe not like you said maybe not even work like just go to go to be out and just to enjoy each other's company Definitely. and then maybe within that if there's any like room to like make work happen naturally then yeah whatever. But mm. just enjoy yeah. each other's company as well yeah, yeah so many cool that. tiktoks yeah so even many that, cool tiktoks could be <laughs> yeah 100 that would be um, so good will we quickly give our routines before we finish yeah, because I feel Bish is dying to hear what we get up to. <laughs> yeah, did you um, want to go first? Um, I don't mind. I may as well. I'm talking. I don't stop talking. So, <laughs> um, okay. So my routine, as of lately, it's not the best time to ask me this question. Has been completely hectic. I was sick, thankfully not with COVID, but I had a really bad cold that was going around. Um, I have just had like a really bad like I've really bad posture so bad like neck and back pain so I've been going to the physio a lot more and that's 
takes like three hours out of my day because I have to drive there back. So my schedule hasn't been great the past few weeks. And I'm going to London tomorrow to meet Danny. Um, so even with that trip coming up, I have to have, it's just messy. But in general, I just moved out um, out of my parents' house. So I'm in an apartment across the road from them, but that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> and I brought my dog with me. So he's definitely a big part of my routine in life. So that's a lot of, you know, in the morning, it's really, if he wasn't there, I don't know what time I'd sleep till. But I get up with him relatively early. Um, because I'm in the office, it's two minute drive away from my apartment, which is super handy. And because I do have two employees now, I have a responsibility that I didn't have before. So now I make sure I'm in the office when they're in. I like to create a work environment that I guess isn't one that I ever had. So I like to pay as well as I can per hour to not have crazy hours, to not be like, come in for 8 a.m. I like a nice 10 a.m. start. Um, very flexible mm -hmm. again. So I have someone that works full time with me and um, that we kind of do the same hours and he's in the office here with me. Usually we're doing admin computer stuff, all of that. Then I have a part-time girl that's three days a week, 10 to four, that packs orders. Um, and then she's kind of there the whole day doing that. So I kind of have to be there obviously to like even get the labels ready for her. So when you were talking about flexibility, I feel mine is restricted more within that. Like I kind of have to be here at a certain time, kind of leave at a certain time. But throughout the day, then when I'm working, I give myself a lot of time to be able to have meetings. I'm very spontaneous, so I love last minute things. Honestly, I love them more than planned, which is ironic mm. because it's more <laughs> like I don't have to think about it. Like this podcast we only found out yesterday. So it's kind of nice to be like, OK, I don't have to be like sitting on it, being like, oh, I'm going to have to like prep for it when it, that just makes it so unnatural. So I love just being like, OK, tomorrow I'm doing this. Arrive and do it. Um, so I leave my time open for that. Uh, but other than that, again, Friday, tomorrow, I'm going to London really early. So my flight's at like nine. And mm. if I didn't have the girl, Alana, who's here doing orders, like I wouldn't have been able to do that because it's like, mm. well, someone has to be here doing orders and my other employees coming with me as well. So it's kind of like I wouldn't have that flexibility with that employee. So it's kind of like a double edged sword, which is good, though. I like having a strict kind of routine or else I would just be like, oh, I can just work from home, waste this mm. office that I'm paying monthly for. If I, you know, I like coming in and mm. being here, even though I could do a lot of this from home. Um, I just like, I feel more productive here. So yeah, that's my um, messy yeah. routine. <laughs> How about you, Danny? Um, so again, mine's a bit different. I do love like spontaneous things as well and I actually try to like not plan for spontaneous things kind of like bitch like I always my my daily schedule most part of it is like always flexible so like if I plan to do like content creation one day it doesn't matter what point in the day I do it mm. um but yeah so I'll usually I'm at university as well so I have to make sure I go to my lectures which is why wow. I'm not as flexible so what I usually do is I'll use Alicia's planner I have my own that she's so good um right so in my lectures at the beginning of the week and then around that just plan all the work I need to do um obviously I have my own team as well so I'm lucky in that um they do quite a lot of the content side of things and like content calendars um which used to take up so much of my time I was so stressed like shout out to Ellie because she's literally amazing she saved my life um but yeah, so 
I'll usually get up around, depending on what time my first lecture starts, um, mm. around eight, nine, sometimes I have a line at 10, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm not like a big eater, so like, so you just get ready. Normally reply to a few emails. Um, we get quite a lot of inquiries through our forms, so reply to those. Um, again, same as Bish, like check up on the team. We do have like weekly catch-ups as well on a Monday. Um, go to my lectures, do whatever, eat lunch, and then yeah, normally either more lectures, more work, and then in the evening is like where I get creative. So I either do the content or I'll think of like random new like business ideas. Again, like Bish, like try and see areas for improvement, like the more creative side of things. Um, and then yeah, so I I guess I don't have like a set structure. Um, I think me and Alyssa were talking about this in another podcast episode that we both plan weekly instead of monthly as well. So like yeah. the, we do like weekly tasks, not monthly, because um, it's just so much easier to like be organised and still be spontaneous. Um, but yeah, again, my messy routine, similar to this is. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I've actually got one last thing, right? So uh, me and Danny were speaking and I was like, oh, you know, Alicia, um, you know, I, I don't remember if you told me her last name. I was like, do, mm-hmm. do you have a LinkedIn for her? And she was like, no, she doesn't, she doesn't do LinkedIn. And I was yeah. like, why? <laughs> I literally don't know anything about it. All I know is that I made one because everyone had one, like my friends, when they were applying mm-hmm. for jobs. They, I hear them talk about it, but not in the way you guys talk about it. Like I hear them just be like, oh, someone read my profile or like, oh, people are like trying to hire me through it. Like they'll like message me, like, do you want a job? Um, that's all I know. And like they update their job. I know my mom, it's a big thing when she's like moving jobs. Does she remove her job yet or does she wait? That's all I know. So (laughs) So. I feel like there's a massive, massive, massive gap that you need to like address on this one because LinkedIn, right? It's not, it's not really just that. It's, it's about like that person, so yourself, you have your business on Instagram, right? And you mm-hmm. probably have your own personal account that you might keep like a little bit more private. Yeah. But with like, likewise for me, right? But with, with LinkedIn, it's like, it's, you see the conversations we have on this podcast. These are the types of conversations that happen on LinkedIn, right? And these are the type okay. of posts that you kind of, <laughs> and it, it, you will immerse yourself amongst a lot of people that are very like-minded, right? And some of them you'll like, and some of them you might not like, right? Mm-hmm. But the the one thing that groups us all together is we're pretty like-minded, right? And everybody at least that posts, and, and the, the ones that like actually like keep up with their community and like, like spend a little bit of time actually using the platform, like everybody has these types of conversations and it's mad the amount of collaborations i would call this a collaboration this podcast and the amount of things that come off the back end of it is insane like you could just be out there giving your thought telling your story and putting your 10 pence into different subjects and before you know it you've got people that are really really benefiting of what you have to say there's a lot of students as well, maybe that are looking to you to see how they can start a business from someone who just started one from lockdown, right? So there's so much value you can give back to the community. And there's so much more that just like simultaneously comes right back to you without you expecting it. Mm-hmm. How do you like find people? Like I just, I don't, I don't know. Like if I started now, okay, I build mm. my profile. Like mm. how do I go about it? 
I just don't... What if me and Danny helped you build your profile? Oh my God, yes. guys. Yes. Loving this love collaboration. Because <laughs> I do get requests on it. I do, mm. but I just never, because I don't know. I They're just random people. Um, yeah. I don't know. I need to like get into it. Okay. But I, that I would mean, be amazing. <laughs> if me and Danny like helped build your profile, right? And maybe if we connected you to some people that we think are good creators, right? And we've okay. got a list of them. Um, if we connected you with some like good creators, people that have actual like things to say and that post regularly and some people that you can look to to start understanding the platform, right? Okay. Um, and I feel like once you did that and you just gave it like a, a, like a couple of weeks and then just just to understand the platform and then after that we can touch base again and we can just see if you're interested in staying on it or if you just want to leave it for now. Okay, you guys are amazing, thank you. <laughs> Me, no, that's like... Cool. I know what like Alicia's like, and I feel like she's literally gonna get like addicted to LinkedIn, like all the <laughs> yeah. posts and stuff. Yeah, I can just tell from this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I didn't even know people like posted like status. Like mm. I, just, I have no idea. <laughs> I thought it was just to like connect to be like, oh, you're in my circle. That's so funny. Mm. Okay, I feel well, like it's good. like a common misconception as well that LinkedIn's very like just if you want a job but yeah I would say even now it's quite dominated by like entrepreneurs and business owners like who yeah. aren't actively looking for a job who are just like connecting with each other. you meet people on they're it they're there to give value and grow a community okay. of people and then off the back end of it they end up because they're giving so much value for free and people are, like mm -hmm. genuinely benefiting off the value that they're getting off the back of it it's like you, people start like building these audiences based off like giving away free value and then these people end up genuinely like the, the same way we was talking about mentoring before it's like mm. you're mentoring but indirectly to a bigger audience like and that's mm -hmm. like, okay and, and the yeah. beautiful thing is about linkedin which is really useful way like to grow is like me and danny for example could be connected right mm-hmm you and Danny are connected, but me and you aren't connected, right? Okay. If you, if I write a post and Danny likes it, you get to see it even though you're not connected to me because you're connected with someone that liked it. Mm -hmm. Ah, so that's It kind of develop. works like a tree as well. Yeah. So you have like your first connections, which would be me and Bish. You guys would be second, secondary connections because you're both connected through me. If that's cool. I visualize it as like a tree, but I don't know if that yeah. helps. <laughs> no, that and, made and, sense. And, and you literally like, it, it's so good because people will see that as like a very cool way to grow. And it's also a very good way to like make your, like to, to get content, to get spread quicker, right? If your mm -hmm. content has like a good message in it and it's not just like giving insights to Instagram or whatever. It could be just personal stories. It could be something that happened to you yesterday. It could be this podcast right now, right? Yeah. You're just telling that story and like adjusting to the format and the content style of, of, of the platform. Mm -hmm. I feel like you've got a whole like new avenue of, of opportunities and people to connect with. And you might get some friends that you go on holiday with. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i care about no. <laughs> that's really cool that's really cool okay, i think it'd so be interested. so good yeah. yeah well i mean really me and bish head. met through linkedin technically that's really so cool we wouldn't be here without linkedin so. and literally like we only like when we say through linkedin it's like someone on linkedin created a group chat 
and we mm. both opted in for the group chat and we're two of like what 50 70 people on the chat mm -hmm. and now i'm here right so it's kind of not even on linkedin it's just through linkedin mm -hmm. that we've actually yeah. managed to yeah. get to this point right but because okay. everybody's so like-minded right it's so easy to get to this point from that point from complete mm -hmm. strangers to yeah. getting a podcast having would you rather questions flying about on holidays <laughs> yeah <laughs> we already booked a holiday basically mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> literally okay oh my that's so cool well i'm excited thank you guys i'll leave it in your hands um then no, that's so cool yeah i actually am excited now to get on and i mm. will be addicted so you will cool. thank you that's awesome <laughs> right well we'll 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 make sure we'll uh after this call we'll have a quick chat me and danny and we'll see oh you're we'll so see what cute. we need to do for your profile thank you so much um and i guess before we go do you have one quick tip to give any business owners entrepreneurs out there how to I know it's kind of a big question. One thing that comes to your head, how they can start growing their business right now, getting more clients, sales, anything. What's your like? One, one thing tip? for the I've... people who have made it this far to the end. Yeah. Thank you for starting. Yeah, yeah. for listening to me blab on for this long. Hour and sixteen minutes. Um, if you're here, thank you. Um, if you've skipped it, still thank you. But my top tip for growing your business right now is to identify which social platforms are rewarding organic growth and okay. capitalizing on that first. As a startup, capitalize on organic first, build a genuine audience and then try and scale out. Cool. Like, and, and, and to be more specific, if you was to talk about the content, I will go back to what I said earlier, which is yeah. try and find the overlapping, the, because this will not change in a year, it won't change in 10 years and it won't change in 100 years, right? Because it's human psychology. Try and find the overlap between your brand's interest and your audience's interest. And use that, double down on that as your content strategy. And there should be no reason that you don't win unless the execution is absolutely terrible and you're completely unaware of how to improve it. Okay, amazing. And you'd recommend TikTok being the best to grow organically right now? Or Instagram? With so many platforms like implementing TikTok, right now you've got, a, this is, I, I always like base my, public speaking content marketing talk around yeah. this around this um storm right i i like the visual is it's a storm and in the middle of the storm you've got tiktok on one side and short form video on the other mm -hmm. and in the middle you've got a storm and it's got all of the different platforms that have implemented tiktok into them into their into the social media platform and you've got the likes of you know Snapchat, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, and Reddit, right? At the moment, because of it, because a new feature is being pushed, right? You all of them platforms are rewarding organically, right? Because there's one thing that everybody needs to remember, if nothing else, is when a social media platform is trying to push something, you're gonna get rewarded for it. And as soon as you're trying to push something, they want to get rewarded with money. Um, so okay. a, you need to understand and, and spot the new features and hop on them because the, the earlier you hop on them and try and execute them properly, 
if if you do, then you'll be winning the biggest because that's that's the highest level of reward you're going to get. And with time, it decreases as more people jump on it. So to, okay. to answer your question, TikTok is the most prominent one that's been there. But yeah, it's not the only one to grow quick on because every other platform has pushed is pushing this right now. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much. I learned so much that I can't wait to listen again on my walk and just <laughs> learn again. Um, yeah, no, that got me really excited and inspired. It probably did the same for you, Danny. Yes, literally. I love hearing just everyone's different opinions and stuff as well. Mm. Like even on the linkedin um audio room yesterday um mm. i can't remember if it was you or not but somebody was like actually like i don't agree with what you just said it and it was like me. yeah and i was like <laughs> oh my gosh good. like it's so nice to hear like especially on linkedin like it's good to have those different opinions like it's not mm -hmm. like one size fits all like especially mm. in like marketing or social media there's mm. always going to be different opinions and different mm. things um, and, I, and i think but, another yeah. nice thing as well on the back end of it is like the, the listener in that instance was actually quite like happy to hear a disagreement. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like they're yeah. quite happy to like see, okay. Cause they, what I like is like, that it's them types of people like Chris, who when there's an opposing view, they look at it as an opportunity to either pick up something new or give me something new that I haven't considered within my opinion, right? So there's mm -hmm. always a learning opportunity for either side, if not both, yeah. right? And and the people that view it in that way, I love them people. <laughs> I feel mm -hmm. like even in the Would You Rathers of this podcast, we were yeah. like changing each other's opinions. Yeah, yeah. generally were, yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> um well thank you so much again this was amazing and we definitely will have you back on in the future like a little oh, catch up episode see if we went on our holiday <laughs> by then and um and i'd love to hear your your i'd love to play your back-to-back -back view of linkedin now versus then that will be yeah we need to remember to do that because i yeah. I have no idea so i can't wait till i'm like a pro on linkedin like you yeah. can't get yes. me off it <laughs> i'm being blocked because um. i'm so just on it so much yeah and I can't wait. For, for inviting me in the first place um so th thanks for getting me on on the podcast it's literally like i've I've been really wanting to jump on podcasts and i've done one like only one uh, since i started working it and this is the second one and i feel like this one has been like really 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 good yeah, yeah no i'm so excited it's been so nice yeah, yeah thank you so much for agreeing as well i think a short notice as well um i was so excited to hear we had someone and then even knowing like a bit about your background and then hearing you speak is just perfect so thank if you, so you much. had to pick just before we end if you had to pick one topic we've touched on as a mm -hmm. whole of this thing that you enjoy talking about the most, what one, or that intrigued you the most, which one would it be? Do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, so for me, it's probably the, like learning about the schedules because I didn't even like think, like just the different viewpoints. Like I didn't even realize I like to keep my day. I always get my day open, like mm -hmm. and really flexible, but I never knew for what like I couldn't put it into words or even understand and then Bish said that I was like oh my god that's literally what I do mm -hmm. um and then even just hearing like 
um, how you like check in with your team every morning and um, like the different things that you leave time for. I'm like, oh, definitely going to take like a leaf out of your book and try and literally going to re-listen to this podcast when it comes out and like write notes because yeah, it's been so good. Yeah, I'm the same. I love asking that question like about people's routines and schedules because it just inspires me and if I can change anything. But I think the thing that I really enjoyed as well was the one that we didn't really plan for, like about the cultures and in specifically how different cultures work. And I think it's interesting that we're um, both male and female on this podcast. We're pretty much similar age, but come from all different backgrounds. Um, and but how we're all doing similar things and I think that's mm-hmm. in itself really cool and just learning how we all do some, some the same kind of thing like a bit differently I think mm. is really yeah. interesting mm. yeah mm. fair enough yeah. Good, good answers to be fair yeah. what about you <laughs> myself and myself just before we end <laughs> <laughs> I would I would probably say that probably have to agree with like the the culture the culture topic mm-hmm. for me is like so intriguing because I think a lot of people don't realise until they see my name that I come from somewhere else, right? Because my accent doesn't give it away, my look doesn't really give it away. Mm. Um and and I think just understanding like the the perspectives it the the, the balanced perspective it can give you to have the opposing cultures. I think yeah. a lot of people just on the back end of that, you know, a lot of people would just hear that and be interested, but then the actionable on the back end of that would be to maybe just take some time out traveling into some new cultures and, and give yourself that new perspective um, because it's invaluable. Like for me, it's worked wonders. It's let me see things up from a balanced point of view. It's literally made it, it's molded me into a person that I can be quite happy to be, but Without it, I don't know how much it would take away from me. Like on either side, mm-hmm. if you take the British side or the Arab side from me, I don't know how much less I would be, if that makes sense. So I yeah. feel like the the maybe the number one tip should actually be to go and immerse yourself in in in, in new cultures and just try and grasp the new the different ways of living that work for different people, and then decide which features and traits you want to take from which cultures and then mold yourself to be that person. That would yeah. be like mm-hmm. the overall tip for me. Yeah, 100%. that's such a refreshing tip as well that I feel like you would never normally hear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely interesting for me as well because I'd never considered that, obviously being like just British through and through. So yeah, definitely very interesting. Yeah, I'm actually going traveling in September as well. So now I'm definitely yeah. going to like immerse myself and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just just dive dive in dive into it mm-hmm. yeah. definitely oh. well thank you for joining us on the podcast um again just before we end is there anything else that either of you guys wanted to add at all i think i've asked everything that we I'm, can i'm this. happy with the way the conversation's gone and mm-hmm. i feel like if you start me on any more topics <laughs> We take your whole day. <laughs> Same. Okay. Well, I'll end this podcast while we can. And then <laughs> yeah, thanks again so much. And we'll get busy with getting Alicia sorted on LinkedIn and we'll update Thank you. Thank you guys. Amazing. I'm so excited. Right. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Take care, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.